Welcome, I am Bree. I'm a doctor of physical therapy, the founder of Femme Fusion Fitness, and the author of Lady Bits, Understand Your Body, Elevate Your Health, and Reclaim Your Spark Naturally. My mission is to build community and awareness around women's wellness and pelvic health. I invite you to listen, laugh, learn about, and love all of the bits that make you whole. Let's go to the show. Hello, my friends. It's been a minute, and I'm so excited to bring this to you, this new episode. So you might recall, if you tuned into my last episode, that I was going to take a little break and uh, take a little a little switch, actually, switch the direction of my podcast just a little bit. I'll play you a clip, actually. I've been <laughs> tossing this around if I wanted to play this for you or not. This is literally a clip from a Voxer message that I shared with my friend. So here you go, just to catch you up on where we're going with the pod. You know, sort of where I'm seeing the podcast going is an exploration of the up-leveling that I'm doing as a PT and as a person and keeping it to pelvic health as sort of a general theme. Like I don't want to go away from that, but also bringing in the fact that there's more to it than just like kegels. <laughs> I should actually like re-listen to what I just said, because that should actually be a podcast in itself. Like this is what we're doing guys. Yeah. I mean, I, I think like for future interviews, I want to bring in, I want to bring in people who can talk about their prolapse story, for example, but come at it from more of a mindset perspective rather than like, rather than just the physical. So yeah, it's like beyond the floor. I almost feel like I need to, <laughs> I need to call it something besides Dr. Brie Talks Lady Bits. It's like Dr. Brie Talks Beyond Lady Bits. <laughs> Dr. Brie tra- Transcends Lady Bits. Something like that. Oh, goodness. Anyway, okay, I love you, my friend. All right, so now you have an idea or a sense of where we're going. And today I want to share with you a solo cast. So this is one where I'm just not interviewing anybody. It's just me talking to you uh, like you like buddies. We're hanging out over a cup of tea or maybe a glass of wine, whatever you'd like to hang out over. Or maybe we're going on a walk together because a walk is actually where I get all of my best ideas. And a walk is the focus of today's conversation. So I want to share with you, hopefully tie together a few things that relate to pelvic health and relate to mental health and relate to just my evolution as a person and a a physical therapist and where I'm going with my work and my personal life and what I do with my clients. So I want to share with you a practice today called a This Now Moment Walk. That's what I call it. This now moment walk. So anybody can do a this now moment walk. And it's a way to practice presence. And the reason we do this, I'm going to I'm going to share with you the two steps for this type of a walking practice. There's there's two main steps. First of all, I guess I'll share with you what what the walk even is. And then I want to go deeper into why you might want to do this. So the first step for a this now moment walk is simply find a time when you can take a walk, hopefully out in nature. I mean, that really is ideal where you can be out alone is super ideal because at least for me, it really, really helps to talk out loud. (laughs) And if you're in like a crowded place and there's people all around, it might be a little bit weird to talk out loud 
you know, to yourself and people are watching you. So, I mean, if you have a, a situation where you can be outside in nature, ultimately fairly alone, where you can be able to, to speak out loud, that's ideal. And the first step is you're, you're going to go on that walk and you're going to unplug zero distractions whatsoever. No podcast in your earbuds, no music, no nothing, just yourself. And for some people, that alone is like, oh my gosh, this is terrifying. I can't do that. But you can, I promise. So step one is unplug, no distractions. Step two is you are going to just walk. You're just going to walk and go on, you know, maybe a a route that is kind of unplanned or maybe it's a a walk that you've done a thousand times, but you're just going to walk. And as you're walking, you know, go at whatever pace feels good. There's no rules here. The point is you're getting out, you're getting fresh air, and I want you to only focus on this now moment, the present moment. And what you will likely find is that when you're you're focusing on this present moment, and you might find that it's really easy to begin kind of focusing on the present moment, noticing what's around you, maybe even being grateful, maybe maybe some gratitude will come to your mind, maybe some appreciation. You'll look around, you'll be like, "Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like look at look at the nature, look at the leaves and the colors. This is just beautiful." And if you're like me and if you're like most other people, that'll last for about, you know, a minute or two. <laughs> and pretty soon the thoughts will start rolling in. And these thoughts can be anything from you know, just sort of mundane day-to-day task thoughts like, okay, I need to do this, I need to do that, groceries, whatever. Or they might be things from the past. They might be things from the future. So often we're taken out of this now moment, the present moment, by obsessing and clinging to things that are in the future or the past. Uh, the, The Buddhist tradition says that all suffering is from clinging to things that we want, that we desperately, desperately want, that we don't want to leave behind or we don't want to let go of, or resisting things that we don't want. So clinging or resistance. And you'll likely find that some form of clinging or resistance comes up, something from the past or something that you're thinking about in the future that could happen. And when this happens, so this step two is to, like again, like I said, just just walk and be in the present moment. But when this happens, because it will, your task is simply to redirect back to the present moment. So do not beat yourself up for being in the future or the past or, you know, having your mind be somewhere else. Not at all. That is not the point. The point is to completely take away the charge and get back to neutral which means getting back to the present moment. This present moment is entirely neutral. The future and the past, there's a lot of charge there. There's a lot of emotional charge, whether we're preoccupied with our our health condition or we're preoccupied with some stress or emotional trigger that's going on in our life. There is a lot of charge and we want to neutralize. We want to get back to this now moment where there's no resistance. It's completely neutral. It's completely resistance-free. In this place of zero resistance, this is actually where the healing can happen. This is where your best ideas can come in. When there's no resistance, it's like a um, you know a garden hose that that's not that's unkinked. It just flows. But when you're stuck 
in the future or stuck in the past or stuck in worry and stress and anxiety or preoccupation about, oh my gosh, my prolapse. Oh my gosh, my hemorrhoids. Oh my gosh, it hurts so bad. Oh my gosh, this thing that I'm stressed about. Oh my gosh, what's going on? What am I going to do? Am I going to need this? Am I going to need that? It is like a kink in your garden hose that's stopping everything. And it's keeping you stuck. It's keeping you in pain. It's keeping you feeling like you're in danger. It's keeping you in fear. And I'll try to remember to talk a little bit more about DIMS and SIMS, which is a pain science concept, but I'm not quite ready to talk about it yet because I want to talk about how to redirect. So again, Step one was to go on a walk, unplug, and distraction-free. Step two is to constantly redirect. It just is going to sneak in. You're not even going to realize that your brain has started wandering to a different place. (laughs) But then you'll be like, oh my gosh, it it wandered. I'm thinking about that thing. When that happens, again, we don't beat ourselves up. We simply say, okay, come back, come back. Come back to now. Come back to the present moment. So you just keep walking and you say, ah, in this now moment, And whatever comes to your mind, you can just bring yourself back to this now moment. In this now moment, I feel my heart beating. In this now moment, I feel myself breathing. Because, I mean, this is true that you can't breathe in the past and you can't breathe in the future. You can only breathe in this now moment, in this present moment. That's the only time you can take a breath or, you know, that your heart can beat this particular time. You know, in in the future, your heart will beat the next time. And then the next time, and the next time, and the next time. But right now, in this now moment, this is the time that your heart is beating now, right? So that's a really easy way to bring yourself back is say, literally, out loud, potentially. That's what helps me. Again, why I encourage you to walk somewhere that's quiet and alone. Say, in this now moment, my heart's beating. In this now moment, I'm taking a breath. You can also say, in this now moment, I see green grass. In this now moment, I see a log lying on the ground. In this now moment, I see these ferns. They're so beautiful. And maybe it will take you on a rampage of appreciation where you really start looking around you and being like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And you can really sink into this now moment and you can really like see things that you never would have seen if you were thinking about the future or clinging or resisting to the past. So when you're in this now moment, again, things are either neutral, which is fabulous and resistance free, or, you know, I find that often I find a lot of gratitude and a lot of really amazing feelings in this now moment. Because in this now moment, usually the things you're scared of, they're not happening to you. They're not happening to you. It's the fear of what could happen that holds us back. It's not, it's usually that they're not actually happening or they're not actually all that bad. And so being in this now moment is the way to allow your body to unwind, allow your body to be resistance-free, to completely release that feeling and sense of danger that so much of it is is self-created in our our own minds. And I guess I'll take this moment to um, to kind of talk about this idea of preoccupation and how unhelpful this can be, especially when it comes to health issues. Um, it's, I mean, really related to anything. And, and I, I'm not denying that certain things require some thought and some consideration and 
you know, I'm not asking you to just not think about anything in your life and go about and ignore things and pretend they're not happening. That's not it at all. That's not it. But often we have an issue. We learn about it. We maybe get information. I mean, that's that's the healthy way to do it. The, the unhealthy way to do it is to sweep it under the rug and just not even look at it. Okay? We don't want to do that. But the healthy thing is to acknowledge the situation, whether it's a health issue or some kind of situation in your life. You look at it and acknowledge it. And then you do what you can about it. Maybe you get the information that you need. You do what you can about it. But it's the going above and beyond where you've gone above and beyond. You've done what you can and then you cling and you grasp and you keep thinking and hashing and rehashing and going over and over and over and over and over in your mind. And it takes over you. It becomes you. Like you become inseparable from it because it's it's just so intense. And I mean... This can be for for bad things and things we're concerned about. It can also be for good things too. I want you to think back to when you were first in love, when you first fell in love with somebody. Maybe you've been in love in your life. And if you haven't, you have this to look forward to because it's actually, this can feel really good, but it actually can become a little distracting and a little too much. When you fall in love and you first fall in love, you can't think of anything but that person. They're literally in every single crack and crevice of your brain. They're everywhere. You cannot get them out of your head. It's like they're a constant companion and it can be wonderful, but sometimes it can it can be too much. It can be distracting. It can be borderline, you know, you know, too much. And it's kind of like that, but to the opposite extreme with a lot of other things we deal with in our life, stressors, emotional um, things that we're that we're dealing with, you know, chaos and again health issues. And since that's what I talk about is health issues, we can think of prolapse and the pelvic floor, or we can think of pelvic pain, or we can think of bladder leakage, or really any type of sensation that's going on in your pelvic floor area. This is a really sensitive part of the body. This part of the body is a part of the body that's hidden. Nobody talks about it. But if you think about how important this part of your body is, okay, first of all, it keeps you upright. It keeps you balanced and stable. It's the floor of your core. But we don't really think about that part. Things we do think about are the fact that every single day we poop and pee from this area. This is every single day. We have a direct interaction with this area multiple times. Pooping, peeing. We have sexual relations with this area of our body. You know, this, this is where intercourse happens. We have babies from this area of our body if having children is a part of our lives you know these are really big things they're emotional things they are there's been potentially for some people there's been very stressful things that have happened in this area maybe trauma during childbirth maybe a lost baby a miscarriage maybe sexual trauma or rape or abuse and i just oh, i just want to send so much love so much love to anyone who's experienced any any of those things. We don't talk about these things. And guess what happens then? They hold, they stay in this area. And sometimes we numb them out and we try to pretend they're not there. We try to sweep them under the rug. But then oftentimes they manifest. Emotion is just is energy in motion. It's energy that wants to go somewhere. And when it gets stuck in our body, 
because maybe we want to ignore it. We want to push it away. We want to pretend it's not there and we don't move it through. It gets stuck and it just, it just is like pressure building up. And, and so when this happens, whether we're ignoring and, and maybe it's starting to come to the surface again because we've ignored it for a long time, or maybe we're not ignoring and we're starting to get to the point of obsessive, like, oh my gosh, this prolapse, I've learned about it. I've joined some online forums, some Facebook groups, um, this, that, you know, I've I've been looking on, on Dr. Google online. I've been talking to this person and my doctor and I've gotten all this information and now I'm scared and now I'm worried that my life will, will be forever different and I don't know what to do and I feel like it's getting worse and I don't know what's happening and I'm terrified and it's all I can think about. So if either one of those is happening, it's almost like the the extreme to the to the bad side of that feeling of being in love where you can't get that person out of your brain. That person and you have merged as one. Your love and you have merged as one. And in this case, it's the negative thing and you that have merged as one. And especially when something is so important as something that deals with your pelvic floor, which is a very, again, very important, very powerful part of your body. It's the root, your root chakra. When that happens, this preoccupation, constant preoccupation is sending signals of danger. So I'm going to bring in a little bit of pain science here, and I, I might talk about this a bit more in, the, in a future episode, because I think there's an incredible correlation between pain science and the prolapse experience. There's some amazing pain researchers and, and educators from down under. I believe they're from Australia, but they might be from New Zealand, and I feel terrible that I don't know this. But um, Butler and Mosley, these two individuals have a book called Explain Pain, and they have another book that is more of a handbook that's amazing. And they have this, uh, they founded the NOI group, N-O-I, and they are incredible when it comes to describing and helping people understand pain and why pain happens and the connection between and how you know how you're why you're experiencing it in the way that you are so one thing that they talk about is dims and sims and dims stands for danger in me and sims stands for safety in me so when something is higher in perceived danger you're going to have more pain or you're going to have more of an experience of discomfort. When there's a feeling of safety, that's safety in me, Sims. When there's more of a, a sensation of safety associated in your body, this is why establishing a baseline of safety is so important. So when there's more of a feeling of safety, that pain experience or the, the, the physical the, the experience that you're experiencing is going to be much less. So when you can reestablish a sense of safety in your body, that makes you so much more comfortable, whether we're dealing with pain, a pain experience, or even if we're dealing with prolapse or hemorrhoids or, you know, whatever, bladder leakage and urgency and frequency, all of those things can make us feel danger, 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 danger. And that's just going to make it worse. Again, especially because this part of the body is so important. So it's, it's, it's even heightened simply because this part of the body is important to us. As women, our root is very important. Again, poop, pee, sex, babies. This is really big stuff. So it amplifies 
everything that we're experiencing. And then I think what even amplifies it even more is the fact that it is taboo. And we feel ashamed about it. And we feel embarrassment about it. And we feel like we kind of can't really talk about it, but we really kind of want to, but we can't. So it's amplified. This is a lot of danger. Danger in me. So we need to reestablish safety in me. And it's one reason I love meditation for pelvic health is because meditation brings you into the present moment. It usually is so focused on your breath and bringing your breath, your, your, your awareness to the breath. Because like I said earlier, you can't breathe in the future. You can't breathe in the past. You can only breathe in this now moment. And doing that, being in this now moment, breathing, allows you to realize, first of all, wow, all that other stuff, that danger in me was actually, you know, it's not actually <laughs> providing an immediate threat to my life right now. In this now moment, this is actually not an immediate threat to my life. In this now moment, I'm actually okay. And so the breathing is key. And again, it, it's why I'm offering uh, options and exercises and activities like the present moment walk, this now moment walk. Anything you can do to bring you into this now moment and to reestablish a sense of safety is going to help you be less preoccupied on the condition you're concerned about, less fearful, less feelings of danger, and it's literally going to help make, if we're talking about a health issue, it makes you feel less symptomatic. So I really encourage you to try this. Um... Again, step one was to go on a walk that you're unplugged, no distractions. Step two, constantly redirect to this now moment. It's just two steps. (laughs) But I'm telling you, if you're like me, you're going to have to redirect on maybe an hour-long walk, probably 50 to 75 times. And I'm not kidding. I... I, I, my walk was a bit longer. I, I, today I went on about an hour and a half walk. I had some time and I decided to just stroll, walk really slow. Usually I walk fast, but I decided to go slow and I was walking and it was amazing how often I would be in that gratitude. I'd be in this now moment. I'd be like, wow, this feels so good. And then I don't know, something would happen and something would shift. I wasn't even aware of the shift happening. And then I'd realize that I was even thinking about like planning this, like, oh my gosh, I should write, I should do a podcast on this. This is amazing. What is that? That's not this now moment. And it's not that it's bad, not at all. It's not bad for me to be thinking about making a podcast out of this, but what it is, is it's taking me out of this now moment. And what I'm wanting to do on this walk is to reestablish a sense of safety and presence in my body. Because for me personally, I've, I have a bit of a, something that has been making me preoccupied lately. So it's a personal thing in my personal life that's brought me a lot of preoccupation and some emotional turmoil because of that preoccupation. So that's why I even went on this now moment walk was to relieve myself of that. And I tell you, I felt so calm after I did this walk. I felt so much better because I'd spent the entire day and even the week's leading up to this walk, just becoming more and more kind of preoccupied and a bit spun out about this particular situation in my life. I couldn't stop thinking about it. And so taking this walk, this now moment walk was so beautiful. What a gift because I kept coming back, kept coming back again. 
things would come up. Maybe it would be something during my walk. Maybe it would be something about that preoccupation that I had. It would just sneak into my brain and I wouldn't beat myself up. I would just bring myself back, redirect. I'd say in this now moment, I'm breathing. In this now moment, I see, oh, I see, a, I see some sheep. Oh my gosh, in this now moment, I see a ton of sheep. Look at all these sheep. These sheep have tails. But then again, the brain would start wandering. It would start maybe having a memory of some other time. And again, not that it's bad to have a memory of sheep. It's not bad. It's just actually right now, I just want to focus on this now moment. So a constant redirection back to this now moment. It's simply a way to bring you into present present awareness to reintroduce a feeling of safety, to re-regulate your nervous system from a constant feeling of clinging or resistance, fight or flee, all of these sympathetic responses that so many of us are wound up in all day long and we may not even realize it. And bringing you back into this now moment is, is beautiful. And the last thing I'll say is sometimes when you are in this now moment, Maybe some feelings will come up that you actually don't want to experience, especially if maybe you have hidden and kind of repressed some things. Maybe if you have been doing the sweeping under the rug thing um, unintentionally, you probably don't mean to, but if you have, maybe one reason you avoid this now moment is because you don't want those feelings to bubble up. Well, if they do bubble up, I just encourage you to breathe through them, to allow them, to feel them, and to breathe through them. Because remember, when you're breathing, you can't be in the past and you can't be in the present. You're only in the now. And so when you breathe and you're in the now and these feelings come up and you realize that actually you're okay and they don't get tied up into stories of the future and memories of the past, when they're only coming up in this now moment, and you actually are realize that you're okay, you can move them through you. They can dissipate. And then they're gone. And so even if you have those feelings, please don't be scared. Just allow, breathe, be, let them pass. I heard once that a feeling can only stay in your body when you actually bring your attention to it and your, and your focus to it. It can only stay in your body max 90 seconds. Now, I don't know if this has been researched or studied. I have no idea. But I will say that I've experienced when I have a feeling come up that maybe I didn't even realize was there and I just allow it and I feel it, feel where it is in my body and I breathe through it and I just be with it. It doesn't stay. It doesn't stay. Because again, I'm not allowing them, the feeling, to get mixed into the past or mixed up into the future either. It just is. And then it can go away. So it's a, it's a lot to ask for a walk, but I'm promising you, you're not only going to get exercise, burn some calories. Well, who cares about calories? But you know what I mean. Gain some strength. It's great for your heart. It's great for everything. But you're also going to really give your brain and your soul a break to to get out of the future and to get out of the past and just stay in this now moment is such a gift. So I hope you'll try it and I hope this has been fun for you to listen to. Thank you for being here with me and I'll see you next time for another great wherever we're going with this podcast, a marriage of mind and body and encouragement and constant love and a reminder that you can live life vibrantly 
even if you have pelvic health issues, even if you are dealing with them currently right now, you can still live a vibrant life and your life can end up even more vibrant than ever before. Because whatever you're going through right now, this challenge can be seen as a gift because it can force you essentially to go deeper and to learn more about yourself and to reconnect with yourself. There are so many gifts to whatever challenge you're going through right now. And you can really appreciate them in this now moment. So I hope you'll give this a try. Let me know if you do. Reach out on social media. You know where to find me. And if you are interested in learning more about the mind-body connection and how I incorporate into my work with pelvic health, check out the show notes. I do have my Transcend program. Uh, Details about it are in the show notes. You can sign up or join the waiting list if it's not currently open. If you're listening, you know, whenever you're listening, there's a waiting list if it's not open. So... Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of my community and I will see you next time. Until then, remember to eat clean, move every day, and you will shine brighter. Thank you so much for listening. And if this podcast was helpful for you today, please share it with a friend. Tell them you know, what you learned and how it's going to be helpful and amazing for them to talk about this stuff. Don't forget to subscribe and also check the show notes for all the links you need, including how to follow me on Instagram and YouTube. And until next time, remember, you don't have to be an expert, but every woman should know a bit. We'll see you next time.